Hi, my name is Meg Lamb. And I'm Walt Rogers. And you're listening to This This Isn't Isn't Working, Working. where we discuss relationships and how they can become what you really want. Meg and I started this podcast because we realized that our own internal stories were the only things preventing us from being happy, satisfied, and fulfilled in relationships. So if you're thinking, this This isn't isn't working, working, is it time for a change? Welcome to today's episode. I've titled it Separation. Anxiety. (laughs) No, just I'm going to try. I'm going to try and be like the noble male here, the noble masculine figure. Uh, Meg just came back from a uh, eight day vacation with her children in South Carolina. It was wonderful. And we didn't communicate much during the vacation because rightly so she spent most of her attention as much as she could with her children. And I would like to talk about what that's like from the other end. Of course, intellectually, uh, when we parted, it was like, oh, of course, spend all the time you can with your children. It's wonderful. You know, the next year there'll be, uh, two of them will be in college. So, oh yes, completely understandable. No problem. And I just like to talk about It's hard. I really have enjoyed our constant contact during the days, even though I have this intellectual understanding and even desire, emotional desire to be like the strong and noble man. It it took a toll. I had some difficult times starting a launching a business and I, I love to bounce ideas off her and kind of work through anxieties and it just couldn't be done. And it was hard. And I think what I'd like to do is I'd like to say for uh, men in a relationship or in the masculine role in a relationship, when you try to be strong, it's also good to admit that when your partner isn't available, it's rough. And once I was able to say that, it got a little easier, but it was tough. Even though I completely agreed with everything, it doesn't take away the the pain of, of Megan not being available. So that was my experience of the wonderful vacation in South <laughs> Carolina that I wasn't at. <laughs> A little note of resentment no, I hear, that I wasn't at. No, not at I'm all. I'm kidding. Okay, good. Because yeah, I, I think you're kidding too, but not that you weren't there, but um, your intonation. Yes. Anyway. Yes. And what do you say? Because I. Okay, so I'm, I'm for me, say, right. it's a very, of course, I am on the vacation. I'm on the trip. It's a very different experience for me. And in general, our lives separate from each other are very, very different from one another's. When I leave Walt, I am not going home alone, typically. I'm going home to a house full of kids, a cat, you know, a job where I see people every day in and out. I have lots of contact with people. I love that. I love my work. I love the work I do. Um, And so sometimes actually I look forward to 
that time alone to collect and just be quiet and have silence and reflect. Um, Which you never get much of. And so, well, I haven't, typically I don't carve out a lot of time for that. So that's on me. Um, And so when I do, it's sacred time that I make for myself in that way. In contrast to Walt's life, which is, you speak about that because I don't want to. I uh, work law from a home office and I'm launching an online coaching business and all of them is very, very intense, but I'm alone doing it. And that's how I live. And I'm not saying, oh, I have to see somebody. No, it just in some ways also intensifies when I don't connect with Megan. It just is a little more intense for me than with her. That's, that's, I think, the point that I concur. Yeah, our lives are very different outside of our relationship. So whereas Walt might feel the pain of the separation, I feel I don't, I'm, I'm not necessarily that aware of it because I am not just alone thinking about the fact that we aren't together. That's kind of the way I see it. And one of the things that we, we've come to in a good way in the weekends we're not together, I've asked Megan to please connect with me when you can, in any way, you know. And what I've asked for in return is actually, can you, when you want that, reach out to me on those weekends. Say, hey, can we go for a walk? Hey, can I drop by? Hey, do you want to go for tea? Hey, can we talk on the phone? And that makes it so much more helpful for me as the feminine, I guess, power, feminine energy in their relationship to have something to respond to or else I'm just kind of thinking all the time, well, does he want to talk to me? Does he want to see me? And trying to, you know, piece that in to my life when I want to talk to Walt and when I want to see Walt and when I want to connect with Walt, I do reach out. I do text. I do do those things. If there's something that he wants, I also appreciate it when he asks directly. Yeah, and it's not that I'm like hiding uh, no. for no reason. I know that she is. No, you're I very know, considerate. Right, I am. I'm trying to be as considerate as I can. And when Megan approached me and said, hey, you got to tell me if, you know, I, I know it's we're not together this weekend, but you got to tell me if there's things specifically you want to do. And I'll say if I can or if I can't, I'll say if I want to or if I don't. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was a big step up uh, in responsibility and being, uh, I'd say, adult. Yeah, and the owner of your own. Right. So I have to say, yes, I want to see you now. So that's, for me, being an adult, which I was hiding before, you know, always trying to think, well, she's probably not available or, you know, give the answers before I asked. Yeah, that was major assumptions. Also, adult for me to be able to accept when she says, I cannot see you today. Oh, I would love to, but I just can't see you. And the adult part of me now takes in the part when she says, I would love that, but. I would love that and. And, right, and. And I can't I see I always you. say and. Right, not I would but. love that and. Right. Because I believe that but negates the statement that was made previous to the but. So I say, I would love to and. 
that actually the change of the conjunctions there does help. It's because when you hear but, it is absolutely a qualifier. Hey, I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I love you, but uh, not quite enough to go to coffee but, right now. Right, right. So she does say and, and that conjunctive change between the but and the and softens me. Like, ah, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Well, she wanted to, but she couldn't. And that helps a lot. And also, again, repeating my own self-compliment, I can take that now. <laughs> I can take it when she says, hey, I'd love to. I can't do it. Like, ah, okay. And then I got it out, and then I go to plan B, whatever that is. And that, I think, has really helped me in my own evolution. It just got exacerbated, or the challenges were just exponential for 10 days in a row. Uh, and it was a lot more unavailability than the usual, even on weekends we're not together. And so that was like a little turning of the screws. Yeah. And, you know, I just have to admit this, that the mind starts coming in with just bizarre, weirdo explanations as to why she's not available. Oh, this is fun. What uh, are they? Come on. I don't want you Tell know. me. You brought it up, uh, man. Okay, okay, you brought it up. Okay, okay, so. Okay. Uh, so it goes back... My first impulse of the mind is, well, if if you don't want to play with me, I'll go find someone else to play with. That always pops in, you know, the little boy who's got hurt feelings. And so I was like, God, I really can't wait till we have full availability for each other, you know? And then it says, well, we don't have it now, you know? And, and then it starts, if I go down that path, it's just pain and, and judgment of uh, Megan. That's it. That's, that's, you know, that's what happened. So I didn't do that, but I felt it. I felt the burn. But obviously you did. I, I, felt, I felt a slight burn with that. And then, like, another thing, the, another thing the mind says is, well, you know, look at your life. You know, you can't even, you're, you're so isolated sometimes, and you can't even find someone who, who could do things with you. And... So then that's just like self-hatred, I guess. Ouch. Yeah, really. So now I'm going to comment myself again. So I didn't do that. If I, you notice, this <laughs> episode has been mostly yeah, about is, Walt this complimenting also, this himself. This is also my idea for the episode. So I didn't do that. Even when, you know, um, Megan arrived on Friday in different confusions and responsibilities of our, of our lives separately, held it that we couldn't see each other until Sunday morning. And so, you know, I could have like been, uh, what's the word I'm going to use? I could have been like uh, aloof or just a little spiteful or something. Like, oh, not not till Sunday now, you know, but I didn't do any of that. And I was just going to say, I wasn't going. That was the original plan. Yeah. Sunday. Okay. Which, uh, but you got home a day early. Got home Saturday night. Friday night. Friday night. I was originally planning to be home Saturday night, but it was rainy in South Carolina on Friday. So I was like, let's just drive home. We could be home Saturday and Sunday. So all the kids agreed. We did. And then I said to Walt, hey, I'll see you Saturday morning because we're going to leave tomorrow morning. This was Thursday night. And he's like, no, I made 
plans to go see my friend in Indianapolis. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, how about Saturday night? And I said, I wasn't sure. You know, so either Saturday night or Sunday morning, however it works out, it'll be perfect. And so the mind, Walt's mind, wants to say, you know, well, it doesn't want to see you even Saturday night. I mean, it's not that important, you know. But the mind is, I can't, you know, I'm admitting. So the mind is, I'm like, no, I'm not going for any of that. I'm not doing it. See, this this portion was about a self-compliment. Here's my self-compliment. I didn't do it. I waited till, yes, thank you. I waited till Sunday morning. I waited till Sunday morning and just waited to see with an open heart. I saw Megan walk through my door. I'm like, oh God, I love this woman. And we went and sat on a couch and we just had a beautiful time just sitting and relaxing. Uh, you know, I, I was holding her and it was just so nice and it didn't have to be anything. And she had to leave after a certain while because she had to go see her mother and none of it tripped off anything. It was like, oh. Between either of us. Yeah. It was just so nice. And so in that sense, the separation uh, worked. Uh, that was working because I was able to uh, just quickly close doors on my mind before it started to sweep me in. And I think that's very important for my personal growth because I tend to become a little boy whose, whose needs aren't being met. I've really tried to work hard in this relationship not to put this on Megan, but that little boy is still there knocking on the door. Yeah. And I really have to be honest. Those inner Take chill- care of him too. Those inner children, your inner child, my inner child, they're present in everyone. And in nearly everyone I know, everyone I knows, what's the correct way to say that? I don't know. Everyone I know. Everyone I know's life. Everyone I know. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Life. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So anyway, um, in the life of everyone I know, they have these, this inner child. And the inner child typically has needs that weren't met when you were a child. And so what I do is look at what those needs are and how I can care for them without putting those needs onto Walt necessarily, right? I can be honest when it's happening. Like, well, I just feel sad. I just, you know, my inner child feels neglected. My inner child feels rejected. I'm not saying it's Walt's fault. I'm not expecting him to do anything about it. But I do have to acknowledge that that person is there so that I can care for that part of myself and not put it on someone else with whom I'm in a relationship, whether it's my kids, whether it's my mom, whether it's Walt, whether it's a friend. It's very important to care for those parts so that I'm not making it the responsibility of anyone else. And that's what I hear Walt saying right now is he's learning how to communicate with that part, although... I think you've been well aware of how to do it for a long time. Um, You're just acknowledging that it It still gets triggered and is still hurt. It was intensely exacerbated with your 10-day absence. Mm -hmm. That's all. And I guess that's the the focus of this podcast episode is even though intellectually I'm wishing Megan a wonderful trip with her children and everything, you know, the intellectual adult is kind of rolling along, but then here, you know, here, here comes the child knocking on the door like, Hey, I want to see her. I want to, I want to hold her. What's going on? Oh, she doesn't like me anymore. 
you know, and that's what I went through, even yeah. though I was so trying to be so aware of, of what my feelings are. And here's a bad word, what I should be feeling. And that never works. And so this is how I work through it with, with uh, minimal casualties. I like to say. Yeah. Nicely done. And what I can point... And, and rarely, you know, first time, actually, that I can recall that I did it this well. Interesting. How did it happen before? Oh, I would... You know, the no. same thing. The, the, everything I talked about about closing the door, I've done. Been snide. Said, oh, I don't know. I'm busy Sunday, too. You know, like, if you're not going to see me on Saturday, I'm not going to see you on Sunday. <laughs> you know? Or... I do. I know those feelings. And then, I, then, I have them. We all have them. someone else or, you know... Paying attention to someone else when you know it's only Megan you love, but you do it anyway because it's childish. I didn't do that this time. Good for you. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you know. <laughs> what? I'm a little self-conscious that I'm complimenting myself so much, but anyway, hopefully it helps people understand what it's Yeah, like. what do you want them to, to know? What's the takeaway for people? Okay, so my takeaway on this is those... Uh, feelings of hurt and pain, and we call it inner child, where like uh, your mind wants to race with it. M- you know, Megan doesn't love you like you need, or this relationship isn't answering your needs, or something of that ilk. Those are there, and I've learned the takeaway is you can just shut the door. It's not denying the feelings. But you can say, oh, I know where this is going to go. I've followed this path. It's just not worth it. And because of the way we spent our time together on Sunday morning, I can attest it's not worth it. Going the other way, closing the door and saying things like, this woman loves me. It's a hard time. I wish she was here, but she's not. And and I'm going to wait until I can see her. That's worth it. It really paid out this time. Um, okay. So for me, the way that this was very different from most separations from Walt was that I really did just allow myself to be separate and acknowledge that that was my intention, not to separate from him, but to be completely and fully present for myself and my children on this vacation without, I learned recently that I would try to do everything all at once, right? Like, so I'd try to build my business. I'd try to build my relationship with Wild. I'd try to build my business with my, or my relationship with my kids. I'd try to build my relationship with my mom. Not that I'm not contributing to all those things, but I can't be growing in all of those areas all at once. It just doesn't work for me. I wind up feeling overwhelmed and I also wind up not giving 100% to any of those areas. So I acknowledged to myself that I was absolutely going to intentionally focus my energy on myself and my children during this trip. And you did tell me that. You were yes, honest. we shared. We did. Front. We sh- we shared it. We had a conversation. We had a few conversations right. about it beforehand. Yes. Um, That's why I say I was intellectually on board with all. This. Of course, and. So what I allowed myself to do was be there and do those things without feeling that even knowing that Walt was a couple of times in a state, 
I didn't necessarily have to just immediately drop what I was doing or I wasn't going to do it in order to, quote unquote, help him. But what you had to also understand is that I would project a lot previously. Oh, he needs me. Oh, he wants me to do this. Oh, he expects me to do this or that. And what that actually sets up is a very shitty dynamic, pardon my French, like, what am I saying about him? What am I even thinking about him that he's incapable of handling these things on his own? That if he needs something, he wouldn't reach out to me? Like, what's the thought that I'm actually having about him that would drive that belief or vice versa, you know? So it was very liberating for me to say he will reach out if he really does need something and I will respond when I can, when I have the time, when I, not can isn't the correct word, when I choose, without being, I used to be this very squirmy person. I, it would make me feel uncomfortable inside that I would let that go, like that somehow I was letting him down or I was failing him, and if I fail him, then he's going to leave me and he will find someone else, he'll find someone else to play with or all of those things. And if I've come to this place where if that is what he chooses to do as a result of my choice, then that has to be something I I accept. So be it. Of course, I would have sadness. I would have many emotions around it. And I have to live my life in a way that's genuine and authentic to me, not what I think or project Walt wants, expects, or needs of me, right? So what I think you hear both of us saying is that we've come to a place where we have got to be very vulnerable, very transparent, and really honest and trust one another a great deal to have this kind of open communication. And that's what works for me. Yeah, that that transparency and trust, those are the traits I think kind of carried us through the past 10 days on that vacation. In the past it. five years. Yeah, yeah, really. I'll say that. <laughs> really? We're, we're only, we're getting better and better at transparency. Of course. But the trust had always been there. Definitely yeah, trust. The trust had always been there. And, and now we're being much more transparent about, I would like this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't do that. That, without judgment, we're accepting each other's place where they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's... Um, it's very healing for both of us also, for ourselves, to, to give ourselves that space Yes, of saying what we want and also accepting what the other person wants without judgment of the other person or even ourselves and the feelings that we might have as a result of it. Like, oh, I am disappointed, but that's not your fault, Walt. You know, like, that's not on you that I'm disappointed yeah. that I can't see you Saturday morning. Like, oh, Okay. Well, all right, I'll figure out something else. I'm I'm uh, attached and attracted to the word uh, trust in this because we are really coming to a much deeper trust. And the healing that comes from that is Megan loves me. So whatever my mind is trying to tell me, she loves me. And that's very healing for all the nonsense that can start to come up in my mind about it. And because I know that she does, because I trust that she does, that's for me where the healing comes in in this relationship. Changes all the past behaviors 
that have done anything but engender love. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you later. Doing this podcast has given Meg and I the chance to face issues both on and off the air. Because it has challenged us to be more transparent and direct, the podcast has really strengthened our relationship. Are there topics or questions you'd like us to cover? What do you want to know about strengthening your relationship? Would you like to work further with us? If so, send us an email at meg at meglam.net.